we now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. King Pentan decided to marry Benedetta Corsini secretly, and Marco Polo enlisted the aid of General Tarpinzu. Marco assisted Benedetta to escape from her room and left her in charge of General Tarpinzu. Then he went to his friend Kinsai. While he was talking to her, King Pentan entered the room. The king had discovered that Benedetta was missing, and he suspected Marco Polo of having spirited her away. Marco Polo did not deny this, and then the king threatened to put the Venetian to torture if he did not tell him where Benedetta could be found. I am in the service of Kublai Khan. Anything I have done has been in the execution of my duty to the great Khan. If you harm me, you harm him, King Pentar. Enough of this. I am the ruler here. And although I am the loyal subject of Kublai Khan, I am free to marry whom I please. I do not doubt that. But did not the great Khan ask that the wedding be postponed until he arrived? Did I not agree to postpone the wedding? I know not. But Benedetta Corsini sent one of her servants to General Tai Pinzu and told him something of a secret marriage which you planned. So, Tarpin Zhu dares to interfere in my plans. Tarpin Zhu represents the great Khan here. He is taking certain steps to see that you obey the Khan's orders. Here in my own kingdom, I will not be defied. I did not ask you to come here. You made us welcome when we arrived, Your Majesty. And believe me, I have no desire to quarrel with you. But mark well, this rich province belongs to the empire of Kublai Khan. You rule over it in his name. And should you displease, he may appoint another ruler. So, that is your idea, Marco Polo. You wish me to be dispossessed so that you can rule over this province. Let me tell you that my father was king here before me, and his father before him. In my father's time, this province was conquered by Kublai Khan. We have been his loyal servants ever since, but he has not the right to decide whom we shall marry. Has not Kublai Khan been a gracious and good ruler to you, King Pentan? He has been a good ruler, and up till now he has shown no signs of tyranny. He does not wish to be a tyrant. He wishes to judge for himself that you have chosen a suitable bride, particularly as the woman on whom your choice has fallen is not of your own race. I am a proud king. I shall marry whom I please. Doubtless. But have you not looked upon the beautiful women of your own race? Look you upon my chosen bride, the beautiful Kinsai. Come, Kinsai, raise the veil from your face so that the king may look upon you. I will be honored if the great and mighty King Pentan will look upon my face. Mm, you are indeed beautiful. And when does Marco Polo propose to wed you? When the great Khan arrives and gives his permission for the wedding. I am his loyal servant. Mean you by that? I am not loyal? You are your own master, King Pentan. I would not presume to tell you what to do. Pentan is a great and good king. His fame is known throughout the dominions of Kublai Khan. So, you have heard of me, maiden. Many times have I heard of you, but never did I dream that I would someday be in your presence. It is well. I am pleased to look upon you. Mm, you are indeed beauteous, maiden. But now I must have speech with Tarpin Zhu. I must find by what right he sees my promised bride. Send now for Tarpin Zhu. No servant. Bid the general Tarpin Zhu come before me. Well, the great King Pentan be seated, and we will have pleasant discourse together. I have looked over your fair city. It is well kept and well ruled. 
And I saw the many ships which come to this port from all nations. It's a pity you did not sail to your own nation on one of those ships. Mayhap someday I will. You may lower the veil over your face, Kinsai. I think King Pentan has gazed his fill. Strange that a beautiful woman of my race should give her heart to you, Marco Polo. And equally strange that a beautiful woman of my race should give her heart to you, King Pentan. There is nothing strange in that. The woman was a slave. Are you sure that she did give her heart to you? That she loves you? What is that to you? It seems to me, Marco Polo, that you take too much upon yourself. You come here a stranger in a strange land. And you give yourself airs. I have done much service for Kublai Khan. He has trust in me. But see, General Tarpin Zhu comes now. Tarpin Zhu, come before me. I stand before you, Your Majesty. But you speak not with the courtesy which is my due. Am I not the representative of the great Kublai Khan? You are. And I wish to know by what right you have seized my promised bride. I have seized her in the name of the most great and mighty Kublai Khan. He gave certain orders which you were about to disobey. How came you to hear those orders? Certain servants spoke with the lady Benedetta Corsini, and she sent me a message. Those servants will suffer. They will lose their ears and their eyes. Not so. Those servants carried out orders which were given by Kublai Khan. Your promised bride is safe in my keeping. The great Khan is even now on his way to Zaitun. You will give orders to your townspeople that they will give a royal welcome to the mighty emperor. I wish to speak with Benedetta Cosini. You may speak with her in my presence, but she is guarded by soldiers of the Khan's army, and she will remain guarded until the Khan gives his consent to your marriage. You are high-handed, Topinzu, but it seems that I am forced to obey you. So be it. I will come with you now, and I will speak with the lady, Benedetta Cosini. Have you no word for me before you go, almighty king? You are very beautiful. I will speak with you again. But I must attend to my own affairs now. Come, Dabinzu. You lead the way. Well, Kinsai, what think you of King Pentan? He is an extremely angry man at present, Marco Polo. Yes, I know that, but what is your opinion of him? He is handsome. And he is of my own race. Also, he is a mighty king. I like this land. It would please me to rule over it. That is why I wish you to wed King Pentan. I can never make you the ruler of a mighty nation. It is well, Marco Polo. I have not your love, and I know that I can never win it. But methinks I can win the love of King Pentan. Then win it quickly, Kinsai, before Kublai Khan arrives. I will do my best. But you will have to leave matters in my hands. But what of this messenger whom you wounded... Suppose that he should die. Then my life will be forfeit. Oh, Kinsai, I am so troubled. Sometimes I wonder whether I was wise in coming to this land. You would not have met Benedetta Corsini if you had not come here, Marco Polo. And I shall not leave without her. I have seen many wondrous sights, made many new friends. But I pine now to return to my own land. Perhaps if I ever do reach there, I will write a book telling of my travels. All the wonders I have seen. Oh, but this is idle talk. I am in danger, and Benedetta is in danger. Who knows whether either of us will ever be able to leave this land. Kinsai remained alone for some time after Marco Polo had left her. Then she quietly made her way to the apartments of King Pentan. Heavily armed sentries barred her way, but she begged that the king would receive her. 
At last a message was sent to Pentan. The sentry stood aside. Kinsai entered the luxurious apartment. Ah, maiden, what means this? Does your promised husband, Marco Polo, know that you have come here to speak with me? He does not know. Oh, great King Pentan, I have come before you to plead. You wish to plead with me? Yes, hear me. I have no desire to hear any pleas now. I have many troubles of my own. General Tarpinzo has defied me. I cannot marry the woman of my heart until Kubla Khan comes to this city. My heart is heavy for you, almighty king. Would that I could speak words of comfort to you. Ah, no one can comfort me. Then I will leave you alone with your grief and your sorrow. I am lonely, too. I am sorrowful. And I have no one to give me comfort. What words are these? Is not Marco Polo the man you love? I will not plague you with my troubles, O mighty king. I will leave you to your solitude. Speak, maiden. I will hear what you have to say. The air is oppressive in this room. I find it difficult to breathe. Would the great King Pentong be angry if Kinsai raised the veil from her face? You should not raise your veil from your face before any man without Marco Polo's permission. But Marco Polo is not here. He will not know that I have spoken with you. You may raise the veil from your face. I thank you, mighty king. Hmm, you are one of the most beautiful women I have seen. But Benedetta Corsini is more beautiful. Now speak. What would you say to me? Perhaps if you heard my troubles... It would help you to forget about your own. Perhaps. When I first met Marco Polo, I thought that I loved him. I thought he was the most handsome and kind man upon whom I had ever set eyes. And I thought that he loved me. Does he not love you? A moment, mighty king. Let me proceed with my story. Marco Polo brought me here intending to wed me. I was content, although I felt that I did not love him as I should. Then I set eyes upon another man. A strong, handsome man, the handsomest man whom I had ever seen, and I knew that I could never come to love Marco Polo. Strange. Does Marco Polo know of this? He does not know. I did not let him know because I have come to you for advice, almighty king. You do not wish to wed Marco Polo? I do not. Hmm. Who is this other man? Oh, I am afraid to tell you. Speak, child. You need not show fear in my presence. Am I not a great and merciful king? Do not my subjects love me? No one is afraid to speak in my presence. But there is one thing I am afraid to tell you, O great king. Do not show fear. Look, I hold your little hand. I stroke it gently to restore your confidence. You are so kind and good, so understanding. Yes, my subjects say that I am understanding. Now come, tell me the name of this man who has won your heart. Is he worthy of your peerless beauty? I think he is worthy, O mighty king. But I feel that I am not worthy of him. Be not so modest. You are worthy of any man. You are beautiful. You are well born. The longer I look at you, the more I appreciate your beauty. You are so handsome. I envy Benedetto Corsini. Oh, I should not have said that. Why not? Benedetto Corsini has no love for me. But somehow she has won my heart. It must be wonderful to win the heart of such a handsome, gracious, and mighty king. Oh, I'm very unhappy, Kinsai. But since talking to you, I have felt soothed. Now come, tell me the name of this man who has won your heart. You will not be angry if I tell you? I could never be angry with you. Your pleading eyes look into my own. Strange, I feel. No, 
No, now, come. What is the name of the man you love? His name is Pentan, King of Zaitun. now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Marco Polo revealed to King Pentan that Benedetta Corsini was being guarded by General Tarpin Zoo on behalf of the great Kublai Khan. Pentan was enraged by this news and he sent for Tarpin Zoo who confirmed it. A little later, Kin Sai paid a visit to the apartments of King Pentan. She had been greatly attracted by the young monarch, and she told him that she no longer loved Marco Polo, as her heart was given to another. Pentan questioned Kinsai, and then she revealed that her love was given to the king himself. For a moment there was silence. Then Pentan looked into the eyes of the beautiful Kinsai. mean that you have fallen in love with me, Kinsai? Mighty and gracious king, I was afraid to confess my love for you. 
Now you must think me shameless. Oh, I, I do not think you shameless, Kinsai. I think that you are beautiful. The most beautiful woman of my own race whom I have ever seen. Am I not as beautiful as a certain woman of a foreign race? I know not. You are in love with Benedetta Corsini. I have never set eyes on her, but I have heard that she is very beautiful. I have also heard that she does not love King Penton. Who told you that? Oh, there is much gossip around the palace. But I am happy because Benedetta Corsini does not love you. Kinzai, you must not say that. You are promised to Marco Polo. He is the friend of the great Kubla Khan. I know it. Yet I do not wish to wed Marco Polo. And I heard that Benedetta Corsini does not wish to wed you. My sympathies are with her, mighty king. I know not what to do. Look you into my eyes, O oh great Penton. Let your arms steal round me. Hold me fast. Kinsai, have you cast a spell on me? Why do I obey you? Let your lips seek mine. Kinsai, you have bewitched me. Mighty Penton, you have won my heart. Ah, this is madness. Although I am a great king, I do not steal the woman whom my subjects love. Marco Polo is no subject of yours. Did it make you happy to hold me in your arms, King Penton? It did make me happy. Would that I could win your love as Benedetta Corsini has won it. Would that I could be your wife. Doubtless you would make me happier than Benedetta Corsini. I know not what to do. But I am the king here. My word is law. I will speak with Marco Polo. Mayhap he will release you from your promise to marry him. Mayhap he will. Then I need not worry about Benedetta Corsini. He can be returned to the slave market. She had a chance to become a mighty queen. She spurned that chance. Oh, hold me in your arms once again, Penton. I will hold you in my arms. Then I will go to seek speech with Marco Polo. Has not a king the right to happiness? The scales have fallen from my eyes. I know now that I do not love Benedetta Corsini. I could never love her. You have won my heart, Kinsai. And you have made me very happy, Penton. Should you desire to take exercise, I suggest you should take a walk around the city. I have no desire to take exercise, Father. Then please be seated. Oh, why did we ever come to this accursed country? Have we lost anything by coming to this country? Have we not won the friendship of Kublai Khan? I hope that when he arrives here, we will be able to take boat for Venice to carry Kublai Khan's messages to the Pope. Do you not realize, my son, that we have forged a link between the Eastern and the Western world? Mayhap we have. We will return to Venice to tell of the many wonders which we have beheld. Yes, yes, but I am thinking of my own personal affairs. I cannot return to Venice unless I take Benedetta Corsini with me. Well, that may be possible. I have never known before what it is to be in love. And yet my love is hopeless because Benedetta belongs to King Pentan. He bought her in the slave market and he owns her, body and soul. He has set his heart on marrying her. Then you had best let him marry her. Try to drive her out of your mind. I intend to make a petition to Kublai Khan when he arrives in Zaitun. What will you ask him? I shall ask that we be allowed to return to Venice, promising that someday we will return here. Truth to tell, Marco, I pine to return to my native land. So do I. I have learned much. It seems that the people of the East are in some ways more civilized than we are. I'm sorry I have not been able to convert Kublai Khan to Christianity. Have you tried? Oh, several times. 
But he is satisfied with his own religion, and he allows freedom for all religions in his empire. If there is one thing which has impressed me about the great Chinese empire, it is the religious tolerance which is shown. Here in this empire, Jews, Christians, Muslims, and other sects are all allowed to worship as they will. Mayhap we of the Western world could learn something from this tolerance. Mayhap we could. Oh, but see, someone comes. Oh, it is your friend Kinsai. What news, Kinsai? In a few moments, King Penton will come this way. I think I have made him love me, Marco. Kinsai, do you speak the truth? Hear me. When Penton comes, you must take me in your arms. You must talk about your impending marriage. If I seem unwilling to be caressed by you, do not show surprise. There is some trickery here, Kinsai. There is some trickery, but it is all for Marco's sake. And truth to tell, I can come to love Penton. Kinsai, if Penton would only give up Benedetta Corsini, I would be forever in your debt. You forget, Marco, that we are already heavily in the debt of Kinsai. Did she not save your life when Van Chu desired to kill you? She did. I will consider myself amply repaid if I can become the queen of Zaitun. Penton comes now. Oh, greetings, mighty king. You do me honor by coming to see me. Greetings, Niccolo Polo. But I came to seek speech with Marco Polo. I am at your service, great king. I was just speaking with my betrothed, Kinsai. She is very dear to me. Come to my arms, loved one. I do not wish to come to your arms, Marco. My dearest and beautiful one, soon we will be man and wife. I, I clasp you now. Enough, enough. I have come to speak with you, Marco Polo. And I do not think you should attempt to caress Kinsai in my presence. Why not, mighty king? Were Benedetta Corsini here, would you not caress her? She is not here. She is guarded by the soldiers of that sour-faced old reprobate, Tarpin Zhu. Tarpin Zhu is the loyal servant of Kubla Khan and has always been a good friend to me. Hear me, Marco Polo. Do you desire to wed Kinsai? Why, of course I desire to wed her. Come, Kinsai, let me kiss you. Show King Pentan that we love each other. No, I do not want to let you kiss me. Why can you not leave me alone? Why, this is strange. It seems that Kinsai does not love you, Marco Polo. Well, I love her. She is not a woman of your race. What right have you to love her? What right have you to force your attentions on her? I am the friend of Kubla Khan. He said that I could choose whichever bride I desire, and I have chosen Kinsai. Let me reason with you. Let me tell you that you will never know happiness with a woman who does not love you. I have waited many years to find a suitable bride, and I have seen many beautiful women. But I have learned my lesson, Marco Polo. Love must be mutual. Does Benedetta Corsini love you? I do not care for Benedetta Corsini anymore. The feeling I had for her was a foolish infatuation. I know now that I do not love her. So you have decided not to marry her? I have decided not to marry her. And I now wish to give you words of advice. I am listening. Do not seek to marry Kinsai if she does not love you. Kinsai, why should Pentan think that you do not love me? Come, maiden, let me hear the truth. Why have you turned against me? I thought it would please the great Khan if I married you, Marco Polo. I liked you, but I did not love you. Now I find that my love is given to another. So, someone has stolen the woman of my heart. Name the man to me, and I will slay him with my bare hands. Come, lie not. Who is the man you love? Oh, Marco, you must show mercy to him. I beg of you. I will show mercy to no man who steals the woman of my heart. Enough of this. I am the man who loves Kinsai, and she returns my love. I do not fear you, Marco Polo. Great and mighty king, this is a great surprise to me. The whole empire expects you to marry Benedetta Corsini. I am the king, and I can change my mind. 
I desire to wed Kinsai. Does the great Khan approve of this? The great Khan knows nothing of it yet. But soon he will be here. And I ask you, Marco Polo, to release this woman from her promise so that she may wed me. Great and mighty King Fentan, it is not for me to set myself against you. I will release Kinsai from her promise on one condition. Would you make conditions with me? Remember, the Khan will side with me if you attempt to take my promised bride by force. I know it. Well, what condition do you make? That Benedetta Corsini be released. That she be given into my care so that I may send or take her back to her native land. Benedetta Corsini has shown ingratitude. It was my intention to return her to the slave market. You heard my condition, mighty king. I beg that Benedetta Corsini be placed in my care. So be it, Marco Polo. It is natural that you should show some solicitude for a countrywoman of yours. I will tell Tarbinzu that I no longer desire to wed Benedetta Corsini. He may release her. Then I release Kinsai from her promise to me. My heart is breaking. Marco Polo, is it really? Well, a little. But I wish you every happiness, Kinsai. I know that King Pentan will make you happy. He will give you riches, luxury, and power, which I can never give you. And what is more, he will give you all his love. That I swear. Go, Kinsai. Leave me alone with my grief. But, Marco, I would like to comfort you. My father will comfort me. Who comes? Why, it is Toktai. Toktai? Why, I... I did not expect to see you here. Toktai, you are from the court of Kublai Khan. Bow down before me. I bow down before you, great Pentan. And what news from Kublai Khan? Kublai Khan is on his way here. He will reach the city of Zaitun at noon tomorrow. Great Khan will be here at noon tomorrow. Hmm, this is indeed news. I must give orders at once. The people of the city must prepare to welcome him. I will return and speak with you later. So the Khan will be here tomorrow, Toktai. Tell me, Toktai, have you any other news for me? Evil news for you, Marco Polo. Evil news? What is it? It concerns the messenger whom you left in my charge. <laughs> 